Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on the home of the Afropolitan. Andrew Atkinson is one of South Africa's most well-respected culinary professionals. You will remember him from MasterChef. Since then, he's had a variety of adventures. And now he's just been appointed the group executive chef at the Kruger Shalati Precinct. Now, the Kruger Shalati Precinct is so exciting. Um, I actually went down there. Uh, you know, it's still being built. It's in the Kruger National Park. And it's, it is, um, they're basically building a hotel on the bridge. It's the first. I think in the world, it's amazing. And it's going to, I think it's set to be open in December this year. Hopefully, you know, if, if tourism opens up, uh, we can actually go out and see that. But Andrew Atkinson is going to be um, the chef that is going to be running that precinct. Andrew, thank you very much for your time this evening. Thanks for joining me on My Money and Me. Shemesha, thank you very much for having me on your show. It's a, a privilege to be here. So thank you. So congratulations, and I'm hoping to see you there because I'm hoping to see the Shalati project once it's all uh, done. Um, but, you know, I'd like to know about how you how it all started. I mean, let's go back to how you became a chef. Oh, wow. Um, I'm not going to say any years of when I started becoming a <laughs> chef because that's, that's going to give away my age. So uh, I'm not starting there. So, uh, but a very, very long time ago, it sounds a bit like a fairy tale, um, I, I started off enjoying food and uh, I, I was a chef in the army and then I proceeded to go into hotels where they had uh, the mass strikes on in 1990 and wow. because I'd done chefing in the army, I went in and helped out and from there I went on to a training course and uh, yeah, progressed from there, and uh, here we are on this day, and uh, I think I've, I've done just okay, and uh, yeah, I've progressed pretty well in the field. So that's a, a short summary of how I got into it. Tell me about this progression. So along the lines, I mean, you know, becoming a chef is is not just, I mean, you actually have a brand to, to take care of. You have a business as you would see it. What was that like? I mean, you know, making the progression from just cooking in the army or being a chef in the army and moving outside of that. And uh, I mean, you, you did master chef, but how did you actually manage your brand? How did you build your business? Metro, I, I really fell into it by chance. Obviously, like mm. chefing, I, I, I had a raw passion for it. And I think passion does push you into certain fields. So for chefing, I, I wanted to be a quantity surveyor um, in, my, in my, my career of choice. Oh, wow, but that's so different. <laughs> well, I suppose um, if, if you take yeah. the baking side of chefing, there's a bit of quantity surveying involved <laughs> anyway. True, true. <laughs> so, uh, yes, and then from there, I just, I just, you know, I'm a tough person. I put my head down and I work and I believe that you get things through hard work and through perseverance and, and, and sticking at things. And mm. from there, I moved into competitions and represented South Africa overseas for international competitions. And I just, I loved every part of chefing from cooking in restaurants to the mass catering to the big banquets and the, you know, state banquets that I've done and, you know, official people mm. coming from overseas. So well, every aspect of the kitchen and cooking, I just thoroughly enjoyed. And I put everything into it, enjoyed what I did and, and, and made the most of it. And, um, you know, we never know what's going to happen. And I'm just very fortunate that, um, that, you know, I have had so many opportunities happen to me in my career. 
Yeah, so I think my brand was built within itself. It wasn't something I consciously went out to do and say, I want to build a mm. brand. I want to be a TV chef or I want to be a celebrity chef or a great chef or whatever. I, obviously, everybody likes to want to be the best in the field and uh, aspires to that. But it's not something I set out to do. I just wanted to enjoy what I was doing and do well at what I was doing. And then I was happy. And whatever progressed from there, I was happy with. Okay, but how did you tie the two together, passion and business? I mean, you loved it and you say lots of opportunities came your way. But if you were unable to grab those opportunities and work with that opportunities and give it your all, I mean, that's essentially, you know, um, Andrew Atkinson, the business, offering himself to do, you are the business, right? You are the talent. But how do you tie the two together? Because you could have passion and you could love the kitchen and you could have great opportunities. But if you don't actually uh, run that as a business, as a brand, then how do you actually grow? I mean, did you find that you had the struggle or did you manage to tie the two together? I managed to tie the two together. And like I said, I didn't, um, I didn't go out to say I wanted to do that. But obviously, mm. when the opportunity came around, I'm going to take MasterChef for an example. When MasterChef came around and I applied and I, I, I went forward to to apply for the role of, of being a judge, you know, um, I was asked to come. You weren't, you didn't really say, hey, mm. I, want, I want to be a judge. Um, put me on the show. You know, as we know, it was, you know, you, you had to go through interviews and they chose you through different skill sets that they wanted you for. So from doing other TV programs like Ready Steady Cook and the SABC Morning Live for the World mm. Cup and things like that, that, that helped me get onto the show. And I think obviously when that happened, put your best foot forward and you say, I want to achieve in this and I want to, mm. I want to, it's something I want to do. So at that time, it was a, a, a milestone and something that I wanted to do well on. And uh, so then you obviously put your structure together and you plan how you're going to do your interviews that you were going through. And from there, I got onto it. And then you plan the next stage, you know, step by step, not trying to take up too many big chunks of a time. And I think that's, that's, you know, I, Maybe it's just very natural for me to plan mm. things like that. So uh, I plan it naturally um, to, to do that. So I think, I think most people do that. I think we, we all try to plan the best we can. And it doesn't always work. And not everything I've tried to do has always worked. So, you know, yes, there has been planning involved in what I've tried to mm-hmm. progress in myself as a brand. So the most direct answer is yes, I have planned to go through it, but I've planned for each individual segment as it happened in my life and in my career. Well, this is the important part. And I mean, if you look at new and up and coming chefs, and I'm sure you've mentored quite a few, I mean, what would, what would the advice be to people coming up in this industry? Because, I mean, becoming a chef, yes, it's mostly passion. You've got to love it. I don't think you can actually just get in there if you don't really like working with food and, and you know, being really creative. Um, but it is also an extremely competitive industry. It is very competitive and uh, it's a hard industry as well where I think there's a false belief that what they what people see nowadays on TV about chefs is that it's all glory and it's quite great. And then obviously we've got other celebrities on TV that, you mm-hmm. know, can shout and scream, which is, you know... Um, you know, it's all part of an act that goes on. That's TV. And people need to remember, TV is TV. Chefing is a career choice. And it's 
about making food. It's long hours. It's in a, in a kitchen environment where it's got hard, solid floors. It's, um, you know, quite uh, quick. You know, you've got orders coming in. You've got to get that, that order out in a certain time. You've got to have all your, um, all your equipment ready. You've got to have all your, your, your ingredients ready. And, you know, it's a very pressurized job environment. And when people are having birthdays and things, people go out to eat. So you need to remember that in the chefing world, usually when people are having a birthday and that, even in families, in your own family, you're probably working on that on that birthday because you, you're usually catering to people, you know, in the restaurant. Mm. Uh, so what I'm trying to get at, it's a hard industry, but it's, it can also be very rewarding. And not everything should be looked at and said, oh, it's hard, don't try to do it. I'm not saying that. What I'm trying to say is, just be realistic with what the industry is about. Uh, if you're willing to put in the hard graft, and it's not always hard graft all the way, like any job, it's got its ups and downs. Um, but if you're willing to put in the work and do it, and you know what to expect from it, then it's like any job. You, you, you go in there and you do the best that you can and put your best self forward, but know all the facts before you go into it. When we talk chef, uh, you think immediately famous hotels, famous restaurants, tourism. These are all industries that are closed right now. How are you, how are you as Andrew Atkinson, uh, you know, a celebrity chef, how are you coping during this time? Samantha, I feel very, 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 very fortunate. I do feel very fortunate. I've still got work. Um, a lot of my colleagues out there haven't got work. They've been laid off. And I'm talking quite a few of them, a majority of them. Uh, a lot of them being reduced salaries, um, put down to minimum wage, claiming from UAS. Everyone, every industry mm. is the same. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play that violin. Um, so I feel very fortunate I've got a job and I'm enjoying my job. And it's a job I really enjoy as well, being at Kruger Salati. And I, I feel very fortunate. That would be the most direct answer I can give you. I feel very, very fortunate to have work and be able to use my skill set and do it in a great uh, company where I can actually, you know, um, take it from the beginning stages of something that's so ripe and new and see it blossom and, you know, and have that, that, that tangible product that we're going to be putting together. I can see it coming together in front of me. Um, is something special to be able to work on, especially in this time where the industry is really taking every industry, not just the chefing industry and hospitality, has taken a knock because of the pandemic we're in. I suppose these are some of the challenges. I mean, you know, outside of COVID-19, you know, you're only as good as your last meal, I suppose. I mean, you know, you, you could, I mean, how, how do you safeguard yourself into the future? Because you are the talent. I mean, if something happens to you, if you God forbid you, you hurt your hand or something and you're unable to cook. I mean, these are the realities of being a chef. So what do you do to ensure that you are safeguarded? I mean, you know, we go back to talking about Andrew Atkinson, the brand. How do you ensure that you build up um, your business, your brand and make sure to make sure that you're stable through any eventuality? The best way, I think, is to always put your best self forward. Always do a mm-hmm. good job. Um, obviously, uh, stay away from very sharp knives that can hurt. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm yes. a fan. Um, <laughs> we, we have sharp knives that we use. But I think the best, uh, best answer I have for you there is that, uh, you know, you put your, your 
do the best you can every day. Get up with the... I think mm. it does boil down to your personality. You know, when you get up and you say, right, I'm going to do the best I can again today and I'm going to carry on. It's a great day and I really enjoy what I'm doing and I'm going to do the best I can in my job and give all that I can give. And that's all that you can really do and what can be asked of you. And put your mm. best self forward and uh, that should prepare you for the next day and the next day. And then you've accumulated a few good weeks and good days of, uh, of putting your best self forward. And that just mm. gives you a better standing for when your skills are needed for the next project or the next um, kitchen management job that, that, that people need you of. You know, you, you are only as good as what you put yourself forward as and mm. what you do and how you present yourself for that job in that industry. Andrew, how did you get involved with uh, Kruger Shalati? Was this another opportunity that just fell in your lap? I'm thinking you're way too lucky. <laughs> I wish they just fell in my lap. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, no, it didn't just fall in my lap. I was um, approached by by the management team at Kruger Shalati and we had a few meetings and uh, we investigated if I'd like to come aboard as a consultant. And from there it progressed and voila, here I am. I am here now mm-hmm. and uh, I'm now their executive chef. So, yeah, it basically was from them approaching me and we came to an agreement and, uh, you know, it was it worked for both parties. I think there was an instant liking when, when we met. There was a mutual understanding. There was a, a connection that we would work for all of us and we all felt the excitement of this new project together. And I think that's important, you know, the teamwork that when you do things, uh, it happened and that's where we are now. Uh, that's so interesting because I met most of the team that's working on this project and, and you know, the, the team element just seemed to come up uh, quite often that, you know, they work really well together and everybody understands themselves. So are we talking to you in the Kruger this evening? We are, we are. I'm sitting out on the deck so, in the Kruger. Oh, Gosh, you know, stop gloating. <laughs> tell me, tell me. So, uh, what, what's happening there now? Because I understand that the 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 hotel on the bridge is only going to open in December, but the rest is everything coming together. When I last saw it, it was still a work in progress. It was just plans and paper. Um, tell me what's happening there right now. Well, we've got some really really great news. We've got uh, the Kruger Station. We're actually mm-hmm. opening up very, very shortly in the next few weeks. We'll be opening up the, the Kruger Station takeaways. We'll be opening up our coffee and ice cream shop. We'll be opening up our pizza parlor. We'll be opening up our takeaways where you can get all delicious meals when you come into the Kruger's Kakuza camp. We are, the restaurant shall be opening within a month or two. Um, after mm-hmm. the design team and the builders are all done. So the precinct side, this conversation of the whole precinct, um, mm-hmm. the restaurant that's open to public is opening within the next few months. So we're very, extremely excited <laughs> about that. Um, the excitement is boiling over in the team at the moment. Um, and yeah, the excitement is overflowing and we just can't wait to get going. We've got some really, really different things that we're going to be doing. What really does this mean? Does this, does this mean that you are now going to be based at Kruger? Are you going to basically move in and, and live there? I'm, I'm here now. I'm, uh, I'm moved in for this project to make sure everything gets up and going. And yes, I'm here for the, for the, to make sure it all gets going. But 
as I, as you said before, and as we said a little bit earlier, um, it's a team effort. It's really can't mm-hmm. happen from one person. And I'm a very firm believer in that. It's the team makes things happen. And it's a wonderful team here. And they really do all gel together. And we all get on very, very well. But we all work well together and we make things happen. So, uh, and that's what's happening at the moment. And everything's coming together lovely and so superbly that, you know, in the next few weeks, it's just going to, you know, we've got some really great things that we just want the public to come and mm-hmm. have an experience when they come here. Great stuff. Andrew, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Andrew Atkinson, um, of course, has just been appointed uh, the executive chef at the Kruger Shalati Concession, and that's in the Kruger National Park, um, talking to him about the business of being a chef. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.